On the cover, the shelves of a toy store are lined with dolls in plastic boxes. The two in the center of the image are the Midnighters, Lady Stitch, aka Cardigan Weaver, and KT, aka Graviton, posed like classic dolls. Lady Stitch comes with multiple outfit changes, a giant white witch's hat, and her needle. A bubble at the bottom of her box boasts, now with two genders. Graviton's box is space and star themed and comes with a cup of boba tea. A star bubble at the bottom of their box claims, now with the crushing weight of a black hole. And no genders. Wonderworld Comics proudly presents Unlikely Encounters, Volume 2, Drastic Plastic, Issue 1, All Dolled Up. Prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. So, today we're going to do something a bit crazy and different. We're going to open our comic in a bank in Old Town at an attempted bank robbery. So, there is a villain sort of classically drawn with a sack of money with a big dollar sign on it at the front of the counter. They're in what looks like kind of like cosplay armor. So it's like pink. It's scuffed and faded. It looks like it's been used a bit. It's a bit like futuristic and robotic. Lots of sharp edges. And their mask kind of covers their whole face. And around them, civilians are cowering. There's a security guard somewhere in the crowd who's like staring in horror at her hand, which appears to have been turned to plastic. And Graviton and Lady Stitch are facing off against this villain. I was going to get you guys to describe like, what are your battle stances? How are you facing off against this villain who's robbing a bank? We'll start with Graviton. Graviton is floating three feet off the floor in front of the snare-duel, gently starting to draw all sources of light towards themselves. And as the bank slowly goes dark, Graviton and Lady Stitch become the brightest beings in the middle of the room. Classic, classic Graviton starting off three feet above the air. I love it. And what about Lady Stitch? How is Lady Stitch kind of facing off against this villain? As Graviton is perfectly setting the stage for her, she will not miss an opportunity to strut into the spotlight. She is out there, her witch hat prominently displayed. She has her white domino mask stitched across her face, needle leveled like a wand at this ne'er-do-well in the bank. I love that. Super dramatic, the perfect spot for, uh, for Stitch to, like... Yeah, come back into the comic. Sweet. So this like villain holding this sack of money, just kind of like in sort of like a high-pitched voice, which I'm obviously not going to do because I don't do voices, but just goes like, get get out of here. This is like none of your business. I insist. Just, just I insist? Insist on what? I am not positive with comes next i was i was watching a tv show last afternoon before moonflower caught me and told me to turn the television off i'm not sure what comes next you should probably put that money down <laughs> they like 
swing the bag like over their shoulder and then hold out their other hand and uh, start walking towards you pretty slowly. But they're like, I am not going to do that. So either get out of my way or, and they're going to try and touch you. Cardigan's going to be looking over her shoulder and say, don't worry, Graviton. I recorded the rest of it. We can catch it later. They're walking really slowly, but they are like walking towards you to touch you. Perfect. So Cardigan turns back to this figure. Have they identified themselves in any way? No. They're just a weird little pink robot-y cosplayer. So she's going to say, My name's Lady Stitch, and this is Graviton. And we're part of the Midnighters. And it may be important to always pay your debts, but this isn't the way to do it. Put down those bags. Has the ne'er-do-well placed their hands upon the graviton? They will, like, right now, if because they're not, they're, they're not even, like, listening to Stitch. Cardigan's eyes just travel across the panel at this figure as they waltz past her. <laughs> as their little pink fingers embrace graviton's chest, I would like to unleash my powers. Oh, interesting. Yeah, let's do it. We're both going to be unleashing our powers at the same time. That will be a roll plus freak, I believe. Graviton, their little limbs float above the ground. With a four plus a two plus a two for an eight total, the villain's hand fuses to Graviton's chest with the unbreakable might of gravity. Oh my gosh. Um, sweet. So, yeah, you've unleashed your powers and you've, like, yeah, fused the villain's hand to you. On a seven to nine, you mark a condition or the GM will tell you how it's uh, unstable or temporary. Let's find out how it is unstable or temporary. <laughs> yeah, so I think suddenly their, like, hand is pulled to you and they stumble a little bit, but then they, like, look up at you and through the, like, bottom half of their mask there's a little bit of space for their mouth you see them smile and then they are going to use their move which is exciting so (laughs) what is katie's body's reaction to radiation for the most part it's usually absorbed but if it's a very large pulse all at the same time it could in theory overwhelm them it has happened before yeah the move that this villain is going to do is that they are going to touch you and use their powers to transform a part of your body into plastic so the part that they're touching so your chest it freezes up it gets solid and you can feel your like heart thumping against it and it is because they've touched your chest. I think I might need to, you to take a powerful blow. <laughs> we shall take a powerful blow with two conditions marked. That is a six plus a three plus a two for an 11 total. Oh, oh dear. That is not the one you want to roll high on. That is how Graviton reacts to this form of radiation. Yeah. I am not I am not comfortable with having a heart all of a sudden. 
Wait, you didn't have a heart before? Sorry. I didn't mean to give you a heart. Awesome. So on a 10 plus, you choose one. You must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Or two options from the seven to nine list, which are you lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. You give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. While it would be hilarious in the short term for a sentient black hole to lose control over themselves, <laughs> I do not think for the safety of, uh, no, we're, we're losing control of our powers. <laughs> All right. You, you, you're losing control of your, yourself, your powers in a terrible way, is it? I think a thing that all of a sudden gained, not only gained uh, some plastic organs, but also uh, some altered corporeal form. I think that would be highly traumatic and uh, not taken to very well. So yeah, it's, it's going to get spicy in the bank. Incredible. So uh, when KT loses control of their like powers, what does that necessarily mean? Does it mean that something about their form changes? Does it mean that they, the grab, they become gravity, you know, like they suck everything towards them. What sort of thing are you thinking? So very, very small science lesson uh, right now. A black hole in space continuously, for lack of a better term, pulls things towards it in its area of effect, its gravity well. Every once in a while, you'll see beams of light that, have, that are able to uh, escape. I think everyone has seen... Um, pictures of a black hole with the, the light shooting out from both ends when it's able to escape its gravity well. So right now, I hope everyone has put on their SPF 4000 this morning. <laughs> and uh, everyone is going to, they're not pushed, but they're going to start falling up as gravity has been reversed in the immediate area. The people, the pens, chairs, the carpet on the floor, the stones that were being held, the marble and granite used to build the bank are no longer being pulled towards the earth, but pushed away from it. Oh, so there's it's almost like an earthquake. There's like this kind of like moment of stillness where the villain thinks they have totally like got you. And then all of a sudden there's like screams, people are falling upwards. I think the person who, like the villain is probably still gravitated to you. Would that be correct? Let's do some fun here. Uh, since you are the editor, I'd like you to pick a number, even or odd. Uh, let's go odd. Yes. They are still gravity yep. to me. Cool. So they're like their feet like fly up, but their hand is still stuck to you. And the the sack of money, the money starts just kind of like falling up out of the sack. The screams, the civilians are freaking out. Lady Stitch, are you freaking out? You've lost gravity. Cardigan looks like those people in the skydiving simulators um, <laughs> all four limbs are 
flung upward, but in a controlled fashion. And at this moment, as she's flying through the air, she is friendly neighborhood stitching the civilians into safe locations or the safest location she can around the bank. She's in civilian control mode at the moment. And I would like to roll to defend them. Yeah, awesome. So roll plus your savior. All right. Savior is plus two. And that is a two plus a three plus a two for a seven. Uh, awesome. So yeah, you managed to sort of like keep them safe. But on a seven to nine, it costs you. So you expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. I will leave that up to the editor, but throw forward okay. the suggestion that while she may be more exposed to danger because she's focusing on others and not herself, it would be equally hilarious with these two kind of our most bizarre midnighters to also escalate the situation. <laughs> so between the gravity wall and magical biomechanical threads piercing everything, we may have escalated the structural damage there there may be an ex an escalation in our future sweet yeah uh and then you also get to add a team to the pool take influence over someone you protect or clear a condition cardigan has seen none of these people on television we're going to add a team to the pool. <laughs> sweet none of these people are important enough to take influence over awesome so i think as cardigan is kind of like helping uh, get civilians into safe places where they have something to hold on to and they're like not feeling like they're just going to float up into the sky and be gone. Uh, we see some close-ups of like the foundations of these big marble pillars cracking and, you know, like the needles kind of like running into them and hitting them and using them to anchor some stuff for the civilians to be on. But in the process of that, we see them getting cracked. And then we're going to turn the page. And there's a little editor's note that says, like, half an hour earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so we are now, uh, we're not in a bank that's about to fall apart and float up into the sky. None of that. We are in Katie's favorite boba shop. So Katie and, and Cardigan, because there's no danger, so they're not, like, you know, heroes right now. They're they're in the boba shop. What what are you guys uh what are you doing? Have you got your bobas already? Are you lined up waiting for them? What flavors are you getting? Very important. I was not aware that there was an additional flavor other than boba. <laughs> well, I think the boba is those little and in her head she's thinking nasty, but she says those little slimy things in there. I think that's what <laughs> That is intriguing. KT shall reach forward, place one crisp dollar bill on the countertop, and a second one in a tip jar next to it, and receive the boba. Does KT, like, normally when they go and get boba, do they talk to the, uh, the boba person? I feel like this is maybe a regular one that KT sees a lot. That would be Aunt Judy. Aunt Judy. Beautiful. Descri can you describe Aunt Judy for me? Aunt Judy is approximately five foot four inches tall, has long black hair, usually wears too much foundation and not enough concealer, 
not always blended the greatest, but she serves every customer with fresh boba tea and a smile. Adorable. Uh, yeah, so Aunt Judy like takes the the dollar bill and uh, gives you your boba with a with a smile and a, a sort of like a knowing like nod, and then sort of looks at um, Cardigan like. And uh, anything for your uh, lady friend? What do you have that's sweet? Sweet? I mean, she like looks at her menu and sort of like does a big grand gesture. <laughs> like, uh, I'd say most of it's pretty sweet. What's your favorite flavor? Brown sugar yeah, is a uh, popular flavor. Oh. I meant her as just asking, like, what's your favorite flavor of anything? I think Cardigan eats things when she's around other people. I don't think she generally, eat, like, I don't know if she has, like, a favorite flavor. She's a biomagical android that was designed to be self-sufficient, so. If it makes you feel oh, better, oh. most of these are composed of hydrogenated corn syrups, fructoses, as well as the, uh, liquid ice that permeates this planet you can totally like not not take this suggestion but i feel like cardigan is maybe one of those people who when faced with a decision like that would just be like uh i'll have all of them and like as somebody who has recently been making milkshakes in a burger shop like sometimes people are just like can i get this flavor and this flavor together and i'm like what is wrong with you but like i don't know i feel like cardigans maybe that kind of like oh just give me like a little bit of all of them in the same cup or whatever i'm going to go with that with a slight modification that cardigan pulls out her sleeve and she gets out her cash and there's a fairly hefty wad because she pays no bills at the shopco and she gets her money from <laughs> the hijinks and sewing and mending all these costumes for Bernadette. She doesn't really have much need for money. She constructs with magic anything she actually needs in any given moment. And so she orders one of everything on the menu. And I think as we're coming out, she's just like stitching a straw and trying them and then like handing them out to people regardless of, you know, whatever hygiene or societal niceties you're skipping over to sample a drink and then hand it to someone else but that's what she's currently doing i love that so much (laughs) i like the thought i like the thought of not having to worry about influenza from cardigan but a very real risk of tetanus (laughs) (laughs) that's why she stitches straw right it's uh it's, it's more hygienic that way <laughs> oh yeah. sweet so this will go with that <laughs> it's like a panel of um of cardigan being like i'll have one of everything and aunt judy just kind of doing like a uh and then looking down at the money and being like sure and then we cut to a table in the corner of the boba tea shop with just like it's just like piled with boba teas and like there's still more coming but yeah cardigan's just like working her way through them and then like putting them at the other end of the table like not that one not that one not that one <laughs> is is katie gonna try any of them or is katie happy with their uh their regular 
KT has only asked for one, so KT shall enjoy only one. Uh, that's very fair. I am I am not allowed to overstimulate myself per the mantis's orders. <laughs> Damn that mantis. He keeps us from having any fun. Since you were wondering, Lady Cardigan, and Lady Aunt Judy, do you happen to have any that are flavored with meat? <laughs> She's, I think Aunt Judy is like uh, halfway putting another boba tea cup in front of uh, Cardigan and just sort of like pauses and like looks at you like, oh, honey, no. That is unfortunate. She sort of like backs away. Is this one a mango? Yeah. KT shall try the mango boba. I don't know if there would be strawberries and cream, if that would be a boba flavor. But if there was, I feel like that would be the one that Cardian liked best. Definitely. There's definitely a strawberries and cream one. There's also a, a pickle flavored one, which is probably horrible. But it's a, it's a new Olympus tradition. You mean there are three pickled flavored ones? There has to be dill <laughs> and sweet, and another one that doesn't make any sense and isn't really pickle related, but it just has that like you know the pickle slapped on it mm-hmm. for the yep. sale. It is it is only nightmarishly horrifying if you drink it and a boba bubble at the same time. Uh yeah, how how does Kate, how's KT reacting to the mango one? Is KT enjoying the mango? Mango does not seem to be KT's favorite flavor. Mm. It's good. We're trying things. We're experimenting. Finally, giving the people the boba tea content that they deserve. And so you said you saved the city with this somehow. <laughs> Can you tell me a little more about that? Saving the city with Boba? Yeah, that part. In a roundabout way, perhaps. The uh, the purchasing of the Boba by my hand gives the proprietor of this business a little extra profit, which then they in turn pay in a form of tax towards the city at the required time, which then helps to go and create schools, maintain roads, as well as help purify water, food, and drink, allowing the increased sustainability of this city one additional year. That's how it was. That's how it was explained to me anyway. I do not understand money yet. Cardigan is having a hard time reconciling KT's version with the version she heard from Finn about how they use boba tea to save the city beneath the mountain. Volume 5, issue 5. <laughs> so it's like a, a close-up of Cardigan with like a thought bubble with like KT, Finn, and Ryan in a cave with Geodica and Aunt Judy with a boba tea stand and KT handing over the money and like trying to figure out how that worked. Like a little stick figure drawing of like, is that, did this, what? As, um... As Cardigan's trying to work that out and KT is possibly moving away from the, the mango and picking up their other their other boba. If you guys are cool, I'm going to introduce a, a wrinkle in the form of a character. 
Wrinkle is actually think... already introduced. <laughs> Different Wrinkle. <laughs> I'm not sure we properly went over the socio-political ramifications of the form of currency that we use. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, as KT says that, somebody uh, somebody sits down heavily at your table. Uh, the the table kind of like shakes a little bit and the bobas sort of like, yeah, bounce around and they don't tip over, but they, they are jostled. And then there's like this big sigh and the two of you look up and there is, there is a superhero there. Readers of WWC will recognize her as Arrow Ace, but I don't think that Lady Stitch or KT will recognize Arrow Ace, but she sits down heavily at your table this like superhero with a bow and arrow slung over her shoulder, short skirt, big, big, tall boots. Uh, she like leans her head on her hand and she's like, Oh God, can I have one? I'm so thirsty. Is this all for you or? Cardigan shoves like five forward and says, yeah, have whatever you want. And I think there's been just kids and random people who, don't find it weird to drink after someone else who've been like she's just been distributing these out to people she just hands another one out to a kid who runs up and asks for one so yeah airways has full full reign over the boba yeah cool yeah so i think she uh she like picks up like one that was just like right in front of her it's maybe it's like the brown sugar one she just like starts sipping on it and like nods looking real like her eyes kind of brighten as she drinks it. She looks at the kid who's just, you know, like received another one from Cardigan and is like, wow, like, oh, yeah. Um, this is really, oh, thank you. Uh, what do, I, do you want me to, do you want me to pay for it or? No. Oh, well, that's kind of you. Wait, where are my manners? I'm Arrow Ace. Wait, we do we, we don't know each other, right? I'm Arrow Ace. I am not familiar with your form of greeting. I am Graviton. Graviton? Mm-hmm. I think I've seen some of your work. That is possible if you mean the ramifications of my actions. I am currently unemployed, and I do not have a resume. So I cannot obtain... I cannot obtain <laughs> gainful employment. I also happen to be an illegal alien... I'm not sure exactly what that means, but that also keeps me from becoming gainfully employed. However, one of the men on the TV said that means I should have a free phone and a paycheck somewhere. Yeah. I sounded yeah. angry about it. Yeah. I mean, the way that we treat immigrants, some of the aliens who are coming down, like, it's not great, huh? I, I think, like, the root of it all is capitalism. That's the problem, really. There are other aliens here. Yeah, right. Like, uh, there's some. There's been some spaceships falling out of the sky. There's been some. There's been all sorts of stuff. Sorry, and who are you again? You gave me Boba, and I didn't even find out your name. The name Arrow Ace sparked something in Cardigan. She has heard of this individual. She does keep up with heroes and angsty teen things around the city. So she's just kind of calculating as she's trying to figure out how to introduce herself better than she did with Moonflower. <laughs> and she gives her a real exaggerated wink and says, Hi, 
I'm Cardigan. Um, but I guess you probably wouldn't be here if you didn't also know that I was Lady Stitch. And her domino mask stitches itself across her face one way to the other, but in the way that, like, a light would cross your face as a car passes your window, it just stitches itself on and then off in one motion. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. Ara Ace sort of, like, smiles. She's like, ah, Lady Stitch! (gasps) Graviton and Lady Stitch, how lucky am I? Two heroes, one day. I guess three, because I'm also here and I'm a hero. I'm Arrow Ace. I said that already, didn't I? Sorry, I've been having so many problems with my memory. I've just been running. Sorry, I'm just going to have a real quick sip of this boba. And she just, like, slurps this huge sip of boba. And you guys can react while she's doing that, because she's going to take a while. Cardigan's just still nodding at all the things she said as she processes. <laughs> Is that the recommended allowance of material consumed when somebody says that they are going to sip something? Because I may have been misinformed. <laughs> she like, um, she like makes this like one of those like slapping sounds when she finishes. You know the like. Um, oh, sorry. I uh, got a little carried away. I'm so thirsty. She like puts down that boba, which is empty and picks up another one. Uh, but before she takes a sip, she's just like, I, I guess a sip is, is more dainty. And there's probably nothing about me that's dainty except my size. <laughs> and then she takes another huge sip. I am unfamiliar with this performance. Is it customary to drink one of these whole? In one sitting, because I may have been misinformed. Cardigan hears, but is unable to respond as she's watching in horror as these just boba balls are launching themselves through these straws in quick succession (laughs) down Airways' throat, recalling the time on the cloud when only a few of them sent her system into complete disarray. (laughs) And... You should probably slow down. Those things are volatile. Katie shall slowly float the cup of boba in front of them as their eyes and mouth go dark and all the color drains from their skin. (laughs) And the cup of boba in front of them is crushed into an infinitesimally small point and enters KT. <laughs> Arrow Ace, Ace's mouth is just wide open as she puts down the boba that she was just drinking, which is one of the pickle flavors. And she just kind of like stares at KT and is like, yeah, you're probably right, Lady Stitch. should probably uh, slow down on the one- boba. One tiny boba ball gently rolls from the side of Arrow Ace's mouth towards the ground. As it it leaves her mouth, it is caught in Graviton's orbit, and it is crushed into an infinitesimally small... (laughs) 
infinitesimally small point and drawn towards the endless expanse that is Graviton. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done to KT and the Boba? Uh, I love it. Awesome. So as Arrow Ace is sort of like wide open mouth, like looking at that, uh, <laughs> Ju- Judy, Judy comes over with like another Boba for Stitch. <laughs> and just kind of like puts it down and like also is like staring at Graviton and like backing away slowly. The second cup of boba is crushed into an <laughs> infinitesimally small point. Cardigan didn't even get to try that one. The boba, slightly worse for wear, slowly expands. <laughs> Most of it missing. Possibly sublimating from liquid to solid spate as it floats gently in front of Lady Lady Stitch so she may sample. Cardigan catches the cup out of the air and takes a sip with a blank expression on her face (laughs) for maybe the first time ever on panel. (laughs) Incredible. So, um, Arrow Ace is sort of like looking between you and then at the Boba and then at Judy and then behind her and then at like the kids who have taken Boba from Lady Stitch already. And she's sort of like, I don't remember why I came in here. And then there's like a scream, uh, from off panel. And it's coming from out on the street. I think the reader gets to see a panel there where there's actually just a huge crowd of people crowded around these windows that KT, Cardigan, and (laughs) Arrowways are sitting in. Because word quickly spreads in the 45 minutes it took to complete all these orders for the complete menu. That two weird heroes were handing out boba tea. And so this has attracted a crowd that then split like the Red Sea to reveal whatever scene you're about to describe. And all these people yeah. promptly consume the boba that was left over. There is no waste in the fictional <laughs> wonder world. That is unfortunate. Indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. So there's like this scream... And suddenly all these people who were like pressed up against the window looking at the Boba and Lady Stitch and Graviton uh, are running and screaming. Some people are like leaving the Boba shop and they're like grabbing a Boba from the table, from your table as they go. Uh, (laughs) And uh, Arrow Ace just kind of like wide eyes, like looks at you and is just like, oh, I remember now. And then she... (laughs) runs out. (laughs) Humanity shall return to the littlest space bandit as KT swings their head around and goes, I, uh, I was not a fan of that flavor. 
yeah, most of these were a miss for me. <laughs> and she looks expectantly at Graviton in a way that I think they have developed in their time hanging out together and just reaches out a hand gently to be transported to wherever the screens <laughs> are coming from as she calmly readies herself for whatever they're about to encounter. Graviton shall take Lady Lady Stitch by the hand and they shall briskly float their way towards the, uh, actually towards Arrow Ace, probably. I I love this. So there's like a um, a panel where everything is movement. Everyone is panicked. There are screams. And then there's just Lady Stitch and Graviton slowly floating out of the barbershop <laughs> very calmly. Uh, and then briskly. briskly. Sorry, 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 sorry. Briskly, but calmly. And then we turn the page and the little editor's note says, now. And we're back in the bank. There is crumbling pillars all around you. The villain is still attached by the hand to KT. Stitch is sort of like, has cleared the area of civilians, but the bank is rumbling. <laughs> there is a, you have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> lady, lady, Stitch, I might be allergic to mint. <laughs> oh no it's a rotten tapioca all over again we probably should stop drinking boba she says as she circles in this gravitational well that she's been circling in I have an intestinal tract now and it does not feel very good yeah, so the um, the plastic of your chest feels odd, and it feels wrong, and it feels too big for your body as well. Like, the shoulders are quite large. Um, there are small, but there are boobs, like, you know, Barbie kind of shaped boobs. Um, there are abs, and the whole thing, it kind of makes you look like you're wearing a big, like, chest plate that's too big for you, because, yeah, it's it's not your size. You know, if you ever want to try out drag, we have a lot of costumes at the high jinks. <laughs> Just a jump to the left. Now, um, well, what can we do here? I think we're going to attempt to provoke this bank robber. I think no, uh, no. the fact that they are like gravitationally like stuck to you definitely means that they are um, susceptible to your words right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a role plus superior. Make it the what right are you going PDF to open. say? <clears throat> I am. I am more going to start running my mouth to take my mind off the fact that I now have internal organs and this does not feel right. <laughs> That is a two plus a one plus a two for a five total. As KT looks this uh, this villain in the eye and uh, exclaims, perhaps you can let go at any point in time that you feel it is appropriate. What was it? A five? It was a five. Mm. A five um, total. 
Yeah. I am going to do our team move. Not that it will help you here, but I am going to do it now. Um, I'll, I'll resolve this first, though, so that I don't get confused. But yeah, so it doesn't hit. So they... Um, they don't. They don't let go of you, which is, I guess, what you were trying to uh, get them to do, despite the fact that you made them get stuck to you. But they, so they sort of instead of letting go, they use their other hand now that the the money has flown away. They use their other hand and they like swing it around, and um, they grab. What are they going to grab? Probably your arm, like your opposite arm. So they've got one hand on your chest, one hand on your arm, uh, and they're going to try to like plasticify your arm now as well. Uh, but before they do that, we will do our um, a team moves. So you have entered a battle against a dangerous foe as a team. So we're going to add two to the pool plus the one that we normally start the session with. So we're up to three. Who do you think is the leader, Graviton? I, I do not wish to pull a rank, but seeing as how Graviton is the senior member of the team, <laughs> we are going to we are going to crown Lady Lady No, the Graviton <laughs> Graviton will be the uh, the leader of this fight. Stitch I, I, has no team. objections, even though she is going to say, I'm only three and a half years younger. <laughs> Does Graviton have influence over Stitch? Yes. Yes. Sweet. So we're up to four team in the pool. What is your purpose in this fight, Graviton? I guess our purpose in this fight is to stop this would-be bank robber from robbing the bank. Mm -hmm. And Stitch? Yes. Stitch is very aligned with Graviton. This all sounds yeah, right. Sweet. Does any do either of you mistrust each other? Graviton has no reason to mistrust Lady Lady Stitch. Lady Lady Stitch has no reason to mistrust Graviton. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're so cute. I love them. Uh, and do you think that the team is ill prepared or off balance? We were doing fine until I developed plastic lungs. Yeah, if the question is currently, we might currently be off balance as I circle Graviton and they cannot extricate <laughs> themselves from this villain. Uh, if you'd asked at the beginning of the fight when we walked into the bank, I think we were definitely ready to take things down. Off balance, it would be unfair to suggest otherwise at the moment, though. I believe the words that Lord Southpaw would have used was waffle stomp. <laughs> Uh, sweet. So I'm going to remove a team for that because I'm the GM and I asked you now. Ha ha ha. But that is fair. Can, Graviton can mark a condition to avoid removing a team if you would like. We are going to, we are going to mark insecure for a total of three conditions. Oh dear. Sweet. But that does mean that you have five team in the pool, which is pretty cool. And that's counting the one that I added? The one that you added. Earlier with my... Oh, no, event. it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. So you have six team in the pool. Not that we'll be able to spend six team, but I just figured. Count them if you got Just wait till the rest of the Midnighters 
see how successful a team KT and Lady Lady Stitch are. <laughs> count, that, count that team in the pool, Lady Moonflower. <laughs> I remember a similar gravity well eclipsing the hijinks the last time. It seems to be something that happens when we team up. Awesome. So, um, Graviton's toxic trait is they are um, unhealthily possessive. <laughs> Sweet. So, yeah, you've got six team in the pool, and this villain is grabbing on to uh, Graviton's arm and seems to be gearing up to do exactly what they did to your chest. But I'll give you a moment to react. I would like to attempt to pierce their mask. KT is going to look this would-be bank robber in the eye. And uh, we're going to ask, ask one on a 10 plus ask three. We're going to roll and see what I am going to be asking. Yeah, (laughs) cool. So plus mundane. That is a five plus a two plus a zero. For a seven total. Nice. So on a seven to nine, you get to ask one from the list. <laughs> uh, KT shall look this bank robber in the eye and ask, how can I gain influence over you? Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh- <laughs> you are not in a very safe position since you are robbing this bank on the third from the soul star. I assume that you were born here like many of the other creatures that are floating about us. I implore, does your current decision seem to be the most wise? If you hurt me anymore, I might not be able to keep you in place safely within your planet's orbit. And last I was able to understand, your species does not do well in the cold depths of outer space. So in terms of like on a meta level, the how could I gain influence over you? The answer to that question for this particular villain is you can gain influence over them simply by using the right pronouns for them. Uh, That is all they require for someone to gain influence over them. In character, I think when you say that stuff to this person. I, I, I do think that probably hits a little bit. <laughs> I think uh, they did just come in here to rob a bank, not end the world or, you know, whatever is about to happen with what they just did. Uh, and I think you feel them, they don't let go of you because they don't want to fly up to the ceiling like everybody else. But you do feel their grip on you loosen a little bit. I do not wish to alarm you, but I've only had a heart for several seconds, and it is already starting to break. <sighs> Poor little KT. Yeah, and Lady Stitch, do you want to do anything while you can see that you know KT and this villain are sort of, they're not quite still fighting but there is still like a lot of danger there's like the the gravity is still not back (laughs) 
Lady Stitch does not have a wonderful grasp on exactly what is happening, but she is insecure at her inability to have affected any change in the situation. Mind of their own is going to activate. Your powers develop and mutate. When you're facing an obstacle or a threat that your powers would not be able to deal with, you can mark a condition to gain brand new abilities. I'm marking insecure, and I'm going to gain, for the time being, until the danger is gone, body transmutation from the Doom playbook. (gasps) And Cardigan is going to attempt to do something similar to what she did with outside help to Midas's arm. She's going to try to essentially transmute the plastic parts of KT and the points where this individual is touching them and unweave them like a knotted spool of rope. Wow, I love that. I also think all through a forward, I think it's an unleash your powers because I think this is something that requires a lot of concentration and focus for her. And she is spinning quickly (laughs) throughout this room. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that is a nine. Ooh. I'm not going to mark hopeless. (laughs) So I think unless I think that Graviton is sort of in the midst of this sort of like conversation so but i am going to say that arrow ace is going to use a team to help you as she reappears so as yeah so as um as a lady lady (laughs) stitch is sort of like trying to get close enough get into the right position to unleash her new powers and help kt a like rope flies down from the ceiling of the bank and arrow ace like slides down it so cool like it's not possible you know like you would get so much rope burn and everything but like it's a comic so we're doing it she like slides down it and is like hanging off from one arm and she like reaches out to grab lady stitch's um hand to like steady you so that you're not just like continuously circling and being gravity pulled so actually, no. Wait, the rope wouldn't have come from the ceiling. It would have come from the from the like floor. So it's like a she like slides up. Yeah, that is so, probably why she did not get rope burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tethers herself to a radiator pipe. Cardigan grabs her hand as she does so. She takes her needle, pulls it up to her eye, and she peers as if she's looking through the eye of her needle. And while steadied and centered, she's able to much more easily do her work. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, on a hit, you do it. Do you want to describe like what it is that happens to KT? Or I guess we can do it together because it's like your magic and my villain's radiation and stuff. Absolutely. It looks very similar to exactly what happened in... Volume 4, Issue 5. You see on the comic panel that the plastic reflective parts 
of KT start to develop a pattern that's vague and undiscernible at first, but quickly becomes what looks like thread just woven and stitched together. And as it does so, it slowly expands spaces and gaps form between it that allow Cardigan to start unweaving and separating the molecules of each individual to their respective bodies. That's pretty cool. I love um, St- Lady Stitch has become like the healer. She's so she's so badass in it, though. Cool. So as Lady Lady Stitch, we got like you know a panel of her like with her her hair kind of flowing up around her giant hat, and her brow furrowed in concentration as she like holds Arace's hand in like on one side and like manipulates the sort of like matter and the threads and things around Katie and the other. And you see the villain's hand kind of like come unclenched from KT and they look at KT, uh, sorry, at Graviton, at Lady Stitch and at Arrow Ace and they frown and I reckon they're going to kind of like spin themselves around a little bit and kick off KT's chest and like fly up. Mm. So KT gets a little bit of a like, oof, uh, as they're used as sort of like a trampoline. <laughs> Springboard. Springboard, that's a better description. Yeah, to sort of like, yeah, get them moving in the direction of the of the gravity straight up to the roof. So Graviton no longer has lungs, correct? Yeah, so I think uh, as... as <laughs> As Lady Stitch's magic is sort of like intermingling with this weird plasticky feeling, you you feel it kind of melt away, almost like you're becoming kind of like unthawed, or you're becoming like your your being is becoming yours again. The important thing is, I no longer have to deal with a respiratory system constantly tasting and breathing in this oxygenated nitrogen permeates yeah. the entirety of your planet. I would yeah, like the the heartbeat stops. You know, the 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 air is is once again just a thing that you move through, rather than something that's entering your body. And yeah, I would like to expel the rest of the Earth's atmosphere that permeates me, and attempt to directly engage a threat. Yeah, absolutely. Which I mean, what threat? There's no threat. What are you talking about? We have an individual who's going around <laughs> giving everyone unneeded plastic organs like they're some sort of a pretend surgeon. We're going to a, what is that? A roll? Ooh, roll plus that danger. Was poor, that was a poor choice. That is going to be, that is going to be a three plus a one plus a negative two. Oh no. Plus a second negative two for afraid for a total of zero. <laughs> oh no. Okay, T, not even your team can help you. Yeah, even if we threw every point of team we have, which is impossible, it would not even matter. Uh, so what were you trying to do? 
Katie was going to expel the remaining atmosphere from their body, focus their powers, and give this give this villain a a mighty slap. But instead, everyone's going to fall while Katie just harmlessly wiggles on the floor. <laughs> so the 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 gravity returns to normal. Is that what you're saying? The gravity returns to normal because we were uh, we were about to unleash whoop ass and uh, instead kind of just farted. <laughs> yeah, cool. So yeah, graviton looks like they're about to like go off. It's time. It's graviton hero time, and then all of a sudden they just fall and so does everybody else there's like a really wide shot of the bank with its it's like on a tilt at the moment it's all kind of crooked and arrow ace's rope goes slack all of the civilians are sort of like they've been sort of like like i imagined it like they'd been sort of woven into like pockets so they don't fall to the ground. They just like fall to the other side of the pocket. Like instead of being in the pocket up the top, they're in the pocket down the bottom. Yes. Uh, if yeah. Uh, so all the civilians are just kind of like whoa, and then they like land in some more like threads. It's and like then a Spider-Man yeah. weave net. If it were yeah. a colorful sleeping bag that doesn't fully encase them. Hell yeah. Yeah, so there's like a, whoa, but they're still just, you know, in these sleeping bags kind of suspended on the walls. It's very it's very colorful and beautiful in this like ruined bank. <laughs> so Arrow Ace uh, is falling uh, whilst probably still holding on to Lady Stitch unless Lady Stitch let go. And so is the villain. Is like falling, I think, and I feel like the villain is going to land on top of KT. Can Cardigan stitch herself to the ceiling and try to retrieve Arrow Ace and this other individual as they fall? Yeah, definitely. Um, are you trying to like defend KT and Arrow Ace, or are you trying to like are you unleashing your powers kind of thing? I think the only fair assessment is that I am attempting to defend. Mm -hmm. Yep. Go ahead and roll plus your savior. Which I now am insecure because I marked that. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I realize after the fact, I was like, I don't think I had a minus two to that before. <laughs> And indeed, didn't. I didn't <laughs> until I activated one of my other moves. That is going to be a three total. It is a two three. plus a one plus a two minus two for three. Three total. I was not exaggerating when I think I might be allergic to mint. <laughs> So even if Arrow Ace and KT give you team, you're not going to make it. So that's going to be a miss, unfortunately. Were I not insecure, there were a chance. But the doubt yeah. that has crept into Cardigan's heart has stilled it. So I think uh, there's a panel of Lady Stitch 
she like threads herself to the ceiling because I think that's that's definitely within your powers. But when you try to grab Arrow Ace and the villain out of the air. Because Cardigan has gotten this new body transmutation as her threads wrap around these individuals like they normally would, they just break as if just thin strands of plastic because she partially taken on the nature of the thing she was trying to alter. Yeah. So she like, she, she wraps around them, but, and there's like a moment where Arrow Ace is like, I've been saved. And then they just break and there is falling again. Uh, And there's like a, a panel of, uh, Lady Stitch looking horrified and then a panel from Lady Stitch's perspective looking down as Arrow Ace falls with an equally horrified expression while reaching up. Awesome. And then we're going to turn the page uh, and there's an editor's note that says uh, 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> so Graviton, Lady, Lady Stitch and Arrow Ace are standing out on the street there are people like running around them. Uh, Graviton and Lady Lady Stitch are kind of floating three feet above the air. Uh, and in front of them is the Boba Tea Shop on like one side, and then sharing a wall with that, a bank. Ooh-hoo. It's not tilted. There's nothing broken about it. It's just a bank. The only thing seeming to be wrong is there's screaming coming from in there and people running out of it. What are you guys going to do? Don't say run away from the bank, because... <sighs> we shall enter the bank from the street-facing wall, unless there is any objections. Nope. Your passenger is happy to go where the driver directs. Uh, sweet. Are you going to go in first, or are you going to fo- follow Arrow S? I think uh I think it would be a lot funnier if Arrow Ace runs her little quick feet towards the front door and we just come in through the wall. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah, so Arrow Ace has been like standing there with her hands on her hips and then she turns to you. She goes, "Well, I'm glad I found you." And then she runs up there's like a a little like a couple of stairs up into the bank. She just runs in. And then you guys, maybe there's like a moment where you two like look at each other. There's like the, the nod of acknowledgement of like the passenger is happy to go wherever you're going. And then Katie just kind of flies you both through the wall. And then we're inside the bank, which looks familiar to readers, but is, uh, it's, uh, it's just a, a normal old bank. There are a bunch of civilians running around. There's a security guard who is, uh, she's like standing in front of the counter where the sort of like bank tellers normally sit. And she is, what, does security guards like have things in America? Because over here, security guards are just people. But like, do they have like tasers or something? So depending depending on where the security guard works, 
what sort of establishment they work for. They may have, uh, they may have like a stun gun or, uh, something to that effect. Usually if it's not like, if it's something like your average, uh, bank, most of them, but depending on who they're hired with, usually not lethally armed just because of, uh, the resulting litigation against the building should something happen. Armed guards you'd see more in like a like a prison or uh yeah. if some very important person was to visit a locale. I think it'd probably be like at most a taser or stun gun type of thing. Unless we're just right. in New Olympus. If you want them to have a gun, it's New Olympus. No, they I don't, have I don't want them to have a gun. I don't, then, I don't yeah, it doesn't make don't sense have to one. me. Yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, I think I think maybe she's got a taser or a stun gun, and uh, she's sort of like pointing it at someone behind the counter, who we recognize as this villain in the kind of pink futuristic robotic armor. And so the security guard is sort of pointing her stun gun and and saying, uh, "The police are on their way. Don't make this. Don't make don't make this mistake. I've seen it happen too many times. Don't make this mistake." And Arrow Ace is sort of just running up to the security guard to be like, what's, you know, what's going on? What's the situation? KT shall take themselves and Lady Lady Stitch float up and uh, deposit themselves and passenger next to, uh, on the other side of the security guard, um, opposite of Arrow Ace. <laughs> I hesitate to do so because of my guilty, but I think Stitch may be peering around and assessing the situation. Oh, ho, ho, ho. we love to see it. With a superior of zero and guilty marked, so a minus two. Still five team in the pool. That hasn't mattered so far. Oh. <laughs> So that's a seven, so a six plus a one minus two, so a five. Drats. Still a miss. If nobody wants to use any team, then yes, that's going to be a miss. You'd have to come up with two total. Our, our ace can use team. I've already done that, so. We shall, um. But you don't have to, also. You don't have to. I think at I think at five and it's just the three of us. I I say I'm willing to let that slide for now. It makes the most yeah. sense. I don't think Cardigan would do something to put uh, Graviton out by any means to look around. Yeah, Unless someone so, uh, had something really funny that was just like something stupid awkward she would do, but it doesn't sound like <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. So I think maybe Cardigan is like looking around trying to assess the situation, but maybe, maybe gets distracted because as she's looking around, assessing, assessing the situation, uh, she sees that one of the civilians, uh, is someone she recognizes and it's, uh, Serena, AKA supersonic siren, the little roller derby that, uh, Cardigan got to roller skate with and meet at, uh, in the Pride episode. Oh, yeah. Part of the miss would have definitely been Cardigan been like, Oh, Serena, 
I told you I would see you. I'm always around the city. Oh my goodness, we have to go skating. It's been way too long. And yeah, it may or may not draw the attention of the villain. <laughs> yeah, I think um as as Cardigan's saying that Serena is sort of like staring and then realizing who you are because you look a little bit different than you did the last time you saw each other. And they suddenly are like, oh my God, Cardigan. And they say it so loudly. Uh, <laughs> and then like, yeah, so there's this, this big like, Cardigan, hi. And then this big like, thump. And the when you turn around, the villain is on top of the counter. They've got their bag of money with the dollar sign on it. And they have grabbed the security guard's hand that is holding the stun gun and it is turning to plastic. I think KT is going to uh, straighten their back, broaden their shoulders and start pulling all photons of light towards themselves and Lady Stitch and Lady Arrow Ace to make all three of them the brightest stars in the sky. Cardigan will take her official pose with Nita leveled forward. Yes. Sweet. Uh, and yeah, Arrow Ace is, is kind of getting low a little bit into battle stance, I guess. As the security guard kind of like falls to the floor, um, staring at her hand. And then we turn the page and we are back to Arrow Ace and the villain falling rapidly towards the ground while Stitch has just let, like they just slipped through her threads. They've broken her threads. Katie, you are on the ground. There is a villain falling towards you and an arrow ace falling slightly next to you. What you going to do? With great difficulty as they've, They've never done this before. KT is going to roll along the floor in attempt to snatch Arrow Ace from the clutches of Earth's gravity so that she doesn't hit the floor. I guess technically that is a roll to defend. Yep. Roll that uh, plus savior. So that's going to be a six plus a two, plus a one, plus a minus two, due to the insecure condition marked. Let's do some quick maths here. There's <laughs> going to be a seven total. Ooh, not bad, not bad. So uh, on the hit, you keep them safe. And choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. Ooh. I would like to gain influence over Arrow Ace. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, saving her from falling, like, a really long way. We'll definitely do that. Uh, and on a seven to nine, it costs you. So you expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. 
I believe uh, I believe the es- the uh, situation is going to escalate even further. This party train ain't got no brakes. <laughs> awesome. So, do you want to just describe to us how you save Arrow Ace before I tell you how you escalate this situation again? Katie shall roll along the floor, timing it so that their arms are up to catch Arrow Ace. And their momentum pulls them farther along the floor while the uh, the hapless villain makes their way towards the granite tiles. KT shall bend and pop to get themselves as well as Arrow Ace foot first onto the floor as they finish standing. They turn to the bank robber and uh, exclaim, you are going to knock this off right now. You're going to turn yourself in to the custody of Arrow Ace. Or there will be consequences. So Arrow Ace is sort of like uh, standing up and like swaying a little bit, like brushing herself off like, whoa. Thank you. Uh, That was a long way. She like looks up at uh, Lady Stitch and uh, so like gives her a thumbs up as a like, I'm okay. And the villain has, like, smashed into these tiles as they're, like, lying on their back. Uh, And they seem very, very still. And as Katie kind of, like, tells them what to do, there's, there's, like, this crackling sound almost. And there's a couple of, like, cell phones and stuff that were, like, caught in the gravity and, and, like, fell down so they're kind of like littered across the floor and they start to kind of like flash and then die as this villain sits up and like holds their hands out and looks at KT Would it help if I ask you to please turn yourself in? And they smile and they say not at all and then they are running at you again. Quick question to the editor. Does this current villain underestimate KT? Ooh. You know what? I'm going to say yes, because everything that KT so far has done to the villain has been more of a like reaction to the villain's powers on KT, so it hasn't been like within KT's control. So yeah, I'm going to say yes. Alrighty. Well then, Graviton's feet shall leave the surface of the earth as they rise into the air, pulling all photons towards them to become the brightest thing in the room. And the littlest space bandit is going to phase themselves through the floor underneath and upwards in a rising uppercut, making their fist four pounds more dense than they were before. I'm going to roll plus superior instead of danger to directly engage a threat as uh, as this villain underestimates KT. Hell yeah. Oh, thank goodness. That is a six <laughs> plus a five plus a two. For a total of 13. Oh boy, that's a hit. So uh, on a 10 plus, you get to pick two. 
from the list. They are going to resist or and avoid their blows. <laughs> and uh, we shall create an opportunity for my allies. Awesome. Yeah, so as Katie comes like flying out of the floor in this uppercut, uh, and this villain wasn't expecting it, sort of like gets him right on the bottom of the jaw, and their mask goes flying off and kind of like falls to the ground somewhere nearby as they kind of like fall back onto the ground, probably into like the same crater that they just made, right? Like right back into the dirt, into the tiles. And, um, Arrow Ace kind of like stumbles over because she's still sort of getting her balance back to stand beside you and looks down at them and goes, oh no. And this person's villain's face is young. They're probably about 16. They've got short hair with shaved sides. They're a little bit chubby and they sort of like are, are dazedly like looking up at you guys at, at, KT and our ace, and then probably Lady Stitch way up in the distance. Lady Stitch. And sort of like blinking through it. Has been descending from the ceiling like an unwanted spider. And (laughs) very much appreciating what this villain had been wearing. Now has what looks like a mix of medieval style pink plastic armor mixed with roller skating guards. Oh my god. Yes. I love that. So as you descend like this like (laughs) roller skating armored spider down and kind of like gently land beside Graviton, Arrow Ace kneels down to the villain and like shakes her head and is like this is becoming a habit i shall ask you one more time turn yourself in our ace sort of um the villain sort of just keeps sneering at you almost like hissing at you really and arrow ace kind of like helps them to their feet and rather than like doing the kind of monitor-esque, you know, like handcuffing them kind of thing. Arrow Ace just holds their hand and she like squeezes it and she says, I know that it feels like this is the only way, but can't you see that you're hurting people? Stitch uses the moment granted by Graviton to say, yeah, and it's such a waste. Like, you have a killer look. There's no reason to be so nasty. They, uh, their eyes cut to Lady Stitch and kind of realize that you have taken a little bit of their look and they're like a little bit, a little bit skeptical of it, almost like squinting their eyes at you like, oh, wow, you look better in that than I do. I mean, it's the imitation, not the original. Don't get me wrong. I pull it off. And she kind of does a little twirl. But <laughs> it's not going to beat the original. Those words, they, they, hit, uh, they hit this person pretty hard. They, they pull their hand out of Arrow Aces 
and they give you all like a final kind of look and they're like, yeah, that's the problem. And then they run uh, towards the doors. I would like to unleash my powers one last time or attempt to anyway. Two die plus free. So five plus one plus one for a seven total as their boots quintuple in density and become heavier and heavier and heavier and harder to lift as they attempt to run away. Oof. Oof. Yeah, so this villain is sort of like running and then suddenly just starts like slowing down and like dragging their feet. And Arrow Ace kind of like looks over at you and, and nods and says, thank you. I'll, uh, I'll take care of them. And then she uh, walks over sort of slowly as this person is sort of, they're almost now like army crawling. Like they're like, they can't lift their feet up anymore. So they've like gotten down on their hands and knees and they're like pulling themselves out the door. And Arais just kind of like walks next to them and is like saying something softly that you can't hear to them. I love Arrowace. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Cardigan is looking confused because she doesn't know what she said wrong, but she's gotten used to saying things and getting reactions that don't match her intent and clearly show that the other person is upset. So she's once again in Sarah Paulson math me moment trying to figure out what she said wrong. <laughs> Has Lady Lady Stitch voiced this out loud or as she kept silent upon it? You know, Graviton, I don't know what it is, but no matter what I say, it doesn't seem to land the way I want it to. I would not take it to heart just yet, Lady Lady Stitch. The creatures of this planet seem to thrive on being contrary, whereas any other species that has an ounce of common sense of preservation, if they turn left and you poke it with a needle they will turn right in order to keep themselves from continuing to get poked. The beings that live on this planet seem to have programmed somewhere deep inside their DNA a thirst to prove you wrong. So if they turn left and you poke them, they will turn left even harder just to show that you will never be able to fully control them. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. But being the one doing all the poking, I don't know. It doesn't feel right to inflict so much pain. Oh. <laughs> um, is Lady Stitch revealing a vulnerability or weakness? I don't think it would be fair to say anything, but yes. <laughs> when you share a vulnerability or weakness as a newborn... If their response helps you understand human feelings and problems, mark potential. If their response confuses or offends you, shift your freak up and your mundane down. It is rather ironic that one such as yourself, with a needle, are uh, most hesitant to use it to inflict sort of harm on anything. Cardigan kind of cocks her head and says... You know, I never really saw it that way. I use this to fix things, but it seems like it does sometimes take a sharp point 
to make any change. Perhaps you are more like the creatures that live upon this planet than you realize. Cardigan catches herself almost saying, I'm just like everyone else, and realizes that that's not entirely true for her anymore. And I think she kind of goes quiet and has a lot to think about. And I'm marking potential for that. Yes, that's so cool. I love that. Oh, you guys. Sorry, I'm just having an emotional moment over here. This is awesome. I think as uh, as Cardigan sort of like goes into a bit of introspection mode, and KT is sort of like standing beside her, offering this uh, really wise advice as usual. I think there's like a a crash as uh, something, a machine or a chair or a table or something that had been gravitated up and had somehow gotten stuck and has now gotten unstuck falls from the ceiling, just lands like beside you. And then you look up and all of the civilians are sort of still in their little stitch sleeping bag pockets, like waving at you. Well, not all of them are waving. I, I reckon probably the most enthusiastically waving one is Serena. She's like, hey, hey, uh, you, d- you did it. Oh, my God. Cardigan reaches down and twangs like a guitar string one of the threads on her arm that lifts out in a way that doesn't seem possible from her what looks like flesh-like appearance. And with that, a little sleeping bag pocket cocoons start to thread their way down from the ceiling and wherever they've stitched themselves. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, as as ever, as people hit the ground and they're sort of looking around at the, the wrecked bank, kind of people are looking for their phones. Uh, they're checking on like uh, people that, they were with or friends that they've seen that they weren't in the right, like in the same cocoon as sort of all gathering together. And, and Serena kind of like rushes up. They, uh, they have their phone in their hand. It's kind of got like a cracked screen, uh, but you can see that they were live streaming and she's sort of like, I, uh, I didn't realize you were a hero. Oh yeah. She leans and says, just make sure not to tell anyone. Cardigan doesn't understand the concept <laughs> of live stream or the internet. <laughs> she understands a TV remote. I think uh, Serena's you like, and me. Oh, oh yeah, of uh, of course. And like hits the like stop button on the stream, and then it's like looks kind of shyly at at you and at Graviton, and is like, uh, could I could I get a selfie though? cardigan smiles and poses as if the answer is obvious <laughs> a graviton shall gaze first at the smiling form of lady lady stitch and the overjoyed face of lady sirena <laughs> before giving her a slight wink They bend forward so that all three of them can fit inside the viewfinder of Lady Sirena's cell phone before bending heat and light at the last moment and making all three of them invisible before she (laughs) 
takes the picture. <laughs> yeah, I think the um the last couple of panels of the comic, unless you guys want to do more, but the last couple of panels could be um like Serena holding up the phone. Like we see her her hand and the phone and in the phone, you guys, and all smiling in beautiful selfie mode. And then the next panel is like Serena's hand looking at her phone, looking at just a background of like ruined bank. Like, I swear we took a selfie. I think that's perfect. That's funny. Sweet. Yeah, and then if uh, if you would like, we could do some end of session moves. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> so uh, we'll start with who wants to start. I guess there's only two of you can decide between yourselves. I'd like to know. Uh, I'd like to know how Arrow Ace feels about uh, no. Um, <laughs> if Lady Lady Stitch would like to go first, ladies first. <laughs> Lady Ladies first. So uh, did Lady Lady Stitch grow closer to the team, grow into her own image of herself, or grow away from the team? You know, I think while this episode very well illustrated the close relationship that Cardigan and KT have, I think by the end of it, she grew into herself, or her own image of herself, I should say. Yeah. Awesome. So how does uh, how does she see herself now, and why? After the events at the end of the episode, she's recognizing that she does have an ability to change and affect the world around her, but that if she does, it may involve inflicting some pain along the way, and she's trying to reconcile how she feels about that. So oddly enough, like it doesn't seem right for the type of character I play her as, but I'm going to shift her danger up to three. Stat of that level. And I think lower her superior to minus one because she feels like a little bit out of control in the way that I think a lot of humans feel that we can make our decisions and be confident in them, but not always comfortable with the fallout and the consequences and the other things that come with that. She's learning the difficult part of RPGs that there may not ever be a perfectly right choice. Aw. We've all got to learn it. But at least she's got friends around her while she's learning it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, awesome. So you've already shifted your labels. So uh, Graviton, did you grow closer to the team, grow into your own image of yourself, or grow away from the team? I think uh, uh, echoing Lady Lady Stitch, I think Graviton as well has grown a little more into their own image. They aren't there yet. But this planet is now starting to feel like home. Oh. We shall shift our own labels. We shall bring our superior down one. And we shall raise our mundane up one. I love that we both lowered our superior in this. 
Cardigan and KT both know it didn't go well. <laughs> what do you mean? It went perfectly. You stopped the villain. Diffused a bomb. <laughs> yeah, you stopped KT from exploding the whole bank. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> Muva. What else did we do? We we emotionally uh, traumatized people with the uh, with the realization that there is there is nothing on the other end of the veil. There is just the inky blackness from the the horror from beyond the stars. And you had a cute little boba date, you know. <laughs> we contain multitudes. <laughs> Stitch is Four. now responsible for the largest tetanus outbreak of New Olympus. <laughs> KT's responsible for some nightmares, I think, from that display of drinking boba in one go. It's a, a strange, disturbing wave of nihilism amongst the youth. <laughs> there is a level with these two heroes where it's, are they... Is the villain more dangerous, or is it more dangerous to cause yeah. Cardigan or KT to lose control of their powers in a terrible way? Because yeah. Cardigan brought down a stadium, and KT almost blew up a bank. Like <laughs> We are a little bit volatile. <laughs> and I like that dynamic, especially as running around together. Michael and I, Michael and I have uh, spoken on it off and on, and I absolutely love the fact that uh, uh, when KT tries to be scary, everyone essentially just looks at them and just goes, shut up, Meg. But uh, <laughs> but but it's the little things like, you know, we'll all fly just, just the little things that remind you just how horrifying it would be to know somebody like this in real life. As you go flying upwards to watch the Aurora Borealis, you know, the, the northern lights or the southern lights as they paint across the night, only for them to stare at you and start screaming, oh, shit, I forgot you need to breathe. Um, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are oh. an entity beyond human limitations in a way that can be problematic <laughs> for the humans in proximity <laughs> the biological life forms they're also just like a, a, a couple of cute little like uh teenager adjacent heroes running around drinking boba having fun yeah the four-year-old and the two-month-old <laughs> With, I love them so much. Uh, Nothing yeah. can go wrong. <laughs> Wonderworld Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, a new generation by Brennan Conway. This issue was GM'd by Kaylee Newberry, who can be found on Twitter at Kaylee underscore Newberry. Graviton is played by Sawyer A. Stitch is played by Justin Reed, who can be found on Twitter at WW Comics Stitch. Wonderworld Comics is produced by Michael Dunham and it is edited by Michael Dunham and Justin Reed. The music is from Dvorak Symphony number no. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at 
www.comicspodcast or send us an email at www.comicspodcast at gmail.com.